G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, let's turn our attention to one of those important topics that affects really, in some sense, every one of us, our identity and our work. Well, today, some insights into keeping things together in the uncertainty of our work, and especially for blue-collar workers, for tradies. There's a real fear that business people working in the building industry will have this question, will I have enough work? Well, James Waltmeyer owns a company called JV Builds. He's based in Hobart, and he's one of the speakers at this weekend's Life at Work conference. And you'll be able to live stream that event. I'll tell you all about it. But James, special welcome along to 2020. Excellent. Thank you very much, Neil. Hey, James, there's a common question. You get asked this often. Uh, As a tradie, as a builder, are you busy? Are you? Are you? Yeah, well, thank God I am at the moment, and I do give thanks for that. Um, yeah, he's, God is very generous. He uh, has provided myself and um, my employees. I've got a couple of apprentices uh, with work, and then also I have subcontractors. So, um, yeah, there's um, a bit of work at the moment in Hobart, and um, but it is a question I think I do get uh, each week. Uh, people come up to you, and uh, sometimes they might not know what to say uh, uh, to a builder or tr- tradesperson, so they just have their go-to question, and they say, well, are you busy? And, um, yeah, in, in the trade industry, there's deep, deep down, there can be a bit of fear about that question because you think, well, well, how do I answer this? Do I tell them the truth? Um, do I, um, yeah, tell tell them exactly what's on my heart or what am I going through even this month? How much work have I got on this month? And so are you busy? There's a huge expectation to say to people, yeah, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm flat out. I'm, yeah, got heaps of work on, heaps. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when it's going to end. And so, um, and then to think about that as a follower of Jesus, well, um, this Saturday at the City Bible Forum uh, Conference, um, yeah, I'm going to be sharing about, well, maybe we think about that question a bit differently. How how do we answer that as a follower of Jesus? Um, what the, are the opportunities to maybe even share Jesus um, from that question? So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a complex one, and it's one that people, yeah, they come up to you and they tap you on the shoulder and start a conversation and, yeah, rethinking about our answer and the opportunities there, um, yeah, is a good thing. Well, you'll be speaking at the Life at Work conference on the weekend, and you're going to be talking from this blue-collar trades perspective, and this is a really interesting and important perspective. Oftentimes, you can think of people sitting in an office, uh, and you don't often think of tradies as being devoted to God and serving him with a whole heart. And you're coming from that perspective and uh, speaking into this blue-collar space. How do you feel about that? And, uh, you know, is this something that you're in a conversation like this with mates uh, when you get together or work uh, colleagues? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's the encouragement that City Bible Forum, yeah, have branched out from the office work. I think, well, actually, there's a lot more people out there working day-to-day with 
um, the pressures that have um, that you receive from work, and there's many Christians in the in the blue collar industry as well. And so to be able to speak into their lives, and hopefully many of them will um, join us for the day, um, either in a hub somewhere in their local city or um, watching at a watch party somewhere. So um, yeah, hopefully they've realised as well, like yeah. Um, the the white collar workers there's many christians there but there's also blue collar so um yeah there'll be illustrations in my talk about what it's like to um be in the trades and um some of them are unique experiences the building industry is a is a funny little beast and there's sometimes expectations to live a certain way speak a certain way uh, maybe drive a certain vehicle use certain tools and all that says something about you as a builder or as a tradesperson, um, as a local sparky or plumber. The way you conduct yourself does speak volumes. And at the same time, that also gives you great opportunity as a Christian um, to actually say, uh, well, actually, I'm a bit different from maybe another person that you know in the trades and to um, conversations as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really do hope that is, has been my hope and prayer that, uh, many blue collar workers will come along this Saturday and hopefully they'll be encouraged and also that they'll be encouraged that, um, that other people have a different maybe perspective or what it is like to be in the building industry and, um, and what that is to be a follower of Jesus. A follower of Jesus, uh, you're a Christian, and that means that your values are growing and adjusting and becoming more Christ-like. That's the same with everyone on our journey as a Christian believer. But taking those values to work uh, when you are in the building industry, how does that look? Uh, what What is it that makes your Christian values say, different from some of the values you're seeing uh, in the non-Christian building community? Um, I think one big one, so I don't touch this, I don't touch on this on Saturday. Um, however, there is Q&A, and so someone could ask a question about this. I think the way you view clients is a massive one. Um, so uh, if you think about your client, Christian or non-Christian, it doesn't really matter. They've made, they're made in the image of God, and so they have value and worth. And so the way you see that person interact with them, the way you work for them, um, the way you do your job, the way you communicate, uh, I think that's that's one big massive way that you're different as well, how you treat um, them as a person. Also, just quickly is like um, not many people have people come into their homes. Like if you think of the last time you've had a friend or family member into your home, you might not even remember that. However, as a tradesman, as a builder, I go into people's homes and so I see people wake up in their pyjamas. I see people try and discipline their children and to show them grace and compassion and encouragement in the way that they even start their day, there's a great opportunity there. So, yeah, that is that is one way to, to in way, some ways, shine the light of Jesus into people's lives and to encourage them. Um, another small one is... Uh, in the building industry, one of the unwritten rules is you get an invoice from your um, subcontractors and it has a due date on it and everyone waits till the due date. They're like, yep, they've given me a week, they've given me a month and I'll pay it on the due date. Well, I try and live differently there and I'm fortunate that I have the capacity at the moment to do it. I try and pay my trades as soon as I get that invoice. And so that gives you opportunity as well when they know that you're a builder who it pays them as soon as they finish the job, they send the invoice and you pay them. 
they view you very differently to other builders that they might do work for. And so, yeah, that's a, another thing. I'm not touching on that. Um, I'm sharing about that actually on the City Bible Forum Conference podcast, which is also um, a fantastic listen. So I'll be on there with Andrew as well at some stage. Um, so, yeah, there's some great opportunity as well as a tradesperson out there. You know, when you come from a position of integrity, and uh, not every Christian who's working in business or in trades is yet at a point where they're feeling that maturity and uh, acting with the same integrity that they know they ought. But when you're working in integrity, you're building trust, aren't you? And Mm -hmm. that trust means that the person that you're working for is not going to hesitate to recommend you and they're going to have you back for their next job. So there's a there's almost something here about how business works in success when yes. it's founded on those Christian ethics. Are you finding that? Yeah, I think um, God has built wisdom into the fabric of the world. And so you, you can flick through Proverbs and you can read the wisdom literature. And um, yeah, if you, you work hard, you do a good job. Um, it's not a given, it's not a golden rule that you'll get more work, but um, people do see your work ethic as you've touched on, um, the way you present yourself. Um, even I've had, I had try and keep my ute clean and I've had clients say that to me as well. When I've turned up for a site meeting, I've turned up presentable in what I wear and my ute's clean and they said that, that for them already they felt um, that they could trust me. I'm just not turning up into in a ute that's just been trashed on the weekend and there's mud everywhere and they think, well, if he doesn't treat his ute properly, how's he going to treat my house or how's the work? So, yeah, I think that for me falls under wisdom, the way you you live out your faith and the way that you present yourself. Um, yeah, God is generous. He, it's a partnership, I think. You, you're relying on God for work every single day and then I think God blesses your work when you do do a good job and the way you do it. And uh, Colossians reminds us working out things with all our heart, not for the not for man, but for the Lord. And so, yeah, he, he uses that circumstances to continue to give you more work. I think it's an outflowing of, of the wisdom that we live in the world. James, you're a part of St. Mark's there in Belle Reve in Hobart. A special shout out to members of the church and uh, they'd be pretty proud of hearing you testify the way that you are today. Hey, take me into this spirituality and maybe in just your daily routine because undoubtedly uh, to be able to hold tight uh, to the things mm. of God. Uh, I mean, uh, to be able to take your faith to work with you, you must have a devotional life and prayer must be important. How does all that work for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so especially um, for many of us, we wake up in the morning and I think we're on, we're switched on. We might be eating breakfast, but we're thinking through our to-do list, like what job are we on? Who's going to be at the job? What trades do we have? Uh, where are my guys working? Do I need to pick up anything from um, the hardware on the way? Is the ute packed ready? And so, yeah, I wake up in the morning. Um, I have breakfast. At the moment, uh, I use uh, an app, a Bible app. And so that just has a short Bible devotion and, um, and a prayer attached to that. And so while I'm having breakfast, I do that prayer time. Um, sometimes I will drive to the job with my apprentices. So they jump in the ute with me. When that happens, we usually just listen to the radio. Um, if I'm by myself, um, then I usually turn the radio off and I'll pray on the way to the job, maybe for the client, for whoever I'm working with, for whatever is laying on my heart at that time. 
And so, yeah, pray for people like that. And then otherwise, yeah, I listen to podcasts. So a massive fan of Deeper Questions podcast, a massive fan of that podcast. And so I listen to that one sometimes. I listen to the City Bible Forum um, conference podcast as well, and there's many others. And then at night after, uh, yeah, dinner with my family, a bit of paperwork and that sort of thing, um, yeah, and everyone's gone to bed. Um, I do the uh, Nicky Gumble um, One Year Through the Bible app. And so um, I listen to his Bible readings, I listen to his commentary, and I have a prayer time of my own. I pray for different organizations, family, non-Christian friends, um, anyone who wants prayer sends me their prayer points, and I pray for them as well. And so that's a great time at the end of the day to kind of like, uh, yeah, meditate and think about God's word. And then also just to pray about things that have happened, praying for other people. Um, and yeah, and, and you need to continue to bring to God. And, and I will touch on this on um, on Saturday at the conference. Um, yeah, prayer shows who you're trusting in. And if uh, you're a Christian, you're trusting in God. And so um, it's showing and bringing him prayer all the time in every part of your life. It definitely makes a massive difference. Well, you'll be speaking on the topic, Whom Then Shall I Fear? God with you in your work. James Valtmeyer is our guest. He owns a company called JV Builds. You might want to now Google JV Builds if you're in Hobart and uh, James might be your next tradie doing that renovation that you just so desperately need. He's going to be one of the speakers at this weekend's Life at Work conference and you can live stream it all over Australia. It's the Life at Work conference. It's on this Saturday. There are hubs in five capital cities, Brisbane, Canberra, Sydney, Melbourne and Hobart, but you'll be able to stream the Life at Work conference everywhere. Now, how do you connect? You can do so through City Bible Forum. Their website is citybibleforum.org and you'll find a link there, Life at Work Conference. Hey, James Faltmeyer, James, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thanks, Neil, and I appreciate your time. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.